Hi, everyone. This is Joanne with the Talks with Joe podcast. Welcome back. And today I have another special guest with me, one of my best friends, Melissa. Say hi. Hi, guys. My name is Melissa. Thank you for having me. Yay. So um, today we wanted to talk about um, free will, fate, and destiny, and all that stuff. And then it kind of the topic kind of came up when I had my tarot card reading a few months ago. It was just last month. It was really recent. Yeah. And I just thought it was funny because I remember texting you about it. Yeah. I remember when you texted me, you were like, oh, I'm going to go to this one lady. She's supposed to be really good. And um, I was like, okay, well, let me know what she says right after. And then you text me. And what shocked me was that this lady was oddly specific about everything. Like, most tarot readings, like the one that I've gotten in the past, are very symbolic. And the one that she gave you was like, I don't know, she might as well have put these dates on her Google calendar. I know. She <laughs> gave me a lot of specific dates. And then I, was, I wasn't sure if I should be like, oh, because like I, I usually have like a really late reaction to things. So I wasn't like processing it until like way later. But in the moment, I'm just like taking it all in. I'm just like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah like she told me I was gonna get married um in a year or two I forgot but basically I wasn't allowed to record so I was gonna get married to a Libra and then a year later I'm gonna have my first child I'm gonna have my first child at 30 and oh I'm gonna move away like um within a few years with this guy. But before I meet this guy, I'm going to meet a fire sign guy. He's not going to be it, but you're going to have fun with him. <laughs> and I'm just like, okay. <laughs> she gave you specific zodiac signs that these guys are going to be. She gave you dates and times. And, yeah. Um, I thought that was very interesting one. But what shocked me even more was afterwards, you were like, Melissa, I don't want that future. Yeah. Because like, that's when I finally processed it. I'm just like, wait a minute. Do I want to be married at 30? Oh, oh, at 30 and have my first kid at 30? Like, I don't know if if I want that. Also getting married to him really fast. Yeah. Like, okay, I'm 26 now, but she was saying that I was going to meet this guy in March 2021. (laughs) Make sure you put that on your Google calendar. Yeah. (laughs) and then I'm just like okay that's pretty soon and like I don't know so I mean I've had other readings before where like the outcome like didn't really come true so like a part of me like is a little bit skeptical about it but then I know there's also like some truth when it comes to these readings but like is typically shows up in the way that you don't expect right and it like for example, like the most, um, I had a tarot reading two years ago and it's just now unfolding. And I mean, I'll get back to that, but going back to you, when you messaged me like, Melissa, I don't want this future. And I was like, why, why not? And what is it that scares you? And then you almost felt like, it sounded like you were, you were tied to it almost. And Yeah, it's like, it's like when you hear something like, um, Cause like when I first started getting into like going to readings and stuff, like I would get tied to that outcome that they tell me about. And then um, 
getting tied to that outcome and being obsessed with that happening and then it doesn't turn out and then you get disappointed so like the thing is you're you can't get attached to that outcome because like there's so many decisions that you can make along the way that can change that outcome yeah definitely I feel like so I don't know who this lady is or if oh she is she's she scares me sometimes she looks like a witch like like a straight up witch (laughs) then then maybe I do trust her yeah (laughs) let's say that this lady is the real deal and what she says is like you know it's it's really gonna happen what she says she saw your future super clear it's gonna happen well even if you don't like it it's just one possibility for your future so Whenever people ask me if I believe in fate and destiny and free will, I believe, I believe in all of that and free will. I feel like, so the thing is, whenever people think of fate and destiny, they think of it as like this linear thing. So like this lady, she told you your future and it's this one road. I feel like your life is a multiple choice Mm -hmm. and maybe it's a good thing that you don't like that future it's kind of like a wake-up call of like, oh, what can I do differently in my life so that I can go on to another path that leads me to a more desirable future? Yeah, because like after finding out that, I'm just like, there's so much I want to do <laughs> before like <laughs> getting tied down. Like I want to go on my eat, pray, love journey before I turn 30. And then, you right. know, you can't do that when you have a child to take care of. <laughs> I know. And- yeah, and I want to like live in a different city, like, um, move to a different city and then get to know new people before like any of that starting a family happens. And I don't want to wait until I start a family to finally like get out of here. (laughs) Right. You want to do that on your own and you don't want to move from what it sounds like you're reading. You're going to move when you meet this guy. And yeah. And then I've learned that lesson. Never wait for a guy. Right. To do what you want to do. <laughs> right. You kind of have to like let these things happen. Like if you do happen to meet that guy, great. If not, you don't want to be tied to it. Mm-mm. But oh, And then usually like what ends up happening is usually better than what you expect. And then I do know that um, free will and fate, it kind of goes hand in hand and it coexists like you were talking about. Like, um, Fate gives you the opportunity, but free will, um, the, you get to decide if you want to take that opportunity or not. Yeah. Um, I'm going to jump off that. And that ties into my tarot reading I got yeah. two years ago. Um, okay. So two years ago, I just want to say, like, I would say I'm slightly spiritual and I do like, I want to believe in like these readings and magic. Um, So two years ago, my aunt, she's a certified tarot card reader, and she came to visit us for Thanksgiving, and she gave me, my boyfriend, my whole family a reading, and it was like two hours long each, and she was very invested in it. Oh, two hours, yeah. (laughs) And and it was free. (laughs) Yeah, that's great. (laughs) Which... um, Also, like, what I really like, too, I don't know if um, you've ever had this before, but before she did the reading, she asked if she can hold on to something that's personal to me, like something that I hold on to me, so she has, like, my essence or something. Oh, yeah, like, there's a lot of psychics who do that. They If they're able to hold on to an object, they could pretty much say, tell you a lot about yourself. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, like I definitely believe that. Like each person has an aura, and you can kind of read them in that sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyways, uh, during my reading, I asked specifically for a career reading, and I because that's what I was the most stressed about at the time. Mm-hmm. Kind of still is, but. <laughs> Um, she was very symbolic. She was like, there are two women above you and the one above you is going to leave. The one above her has dark hair and is going to sabotage people unintentionally just because, you know, there, it's a very aggressive, um, like career field that I was in. I was in the fashion industry and, um, some great disaster is going to happen and it's going to cause a lot of people to leave and it's going to affect me badly. Oh girl, I got goosebumps already. I know. (laughs) um, She said something bad is going to happen. Like there was one of the cards that made her say that was like, it was like a tower on fire and there was like two people coming out of it, like falling out of the tower. And I'm like, that looks really bad. (laughs) And, um, but she said, it's going to affect me really badly. And, um, but after a while, I'm going to come out of it a new person and I'm going to have new goals. And, um, there's something about the number two, like she said that at the end of the reading, she was like, I don't know what it is. And she closed her eyes. She goes, there's just something about the number two. And lo and behold, it's two years later, we're in a pandemic. Oh my gosh, my goosebumps. Yeah. (laughs) a lot of people to leave the company I was at and (laughs) and she was right about like the boss above me at the time she did leave uh kind of she went to a different team and that happened like within months after my reading and at first I was kind of like oh that kind of sounds like what my auntie said and then I didn't really think much of it so like when you got your reading you're you knew you were like I don't want that like you you knew right away that you want to consciously make change mm-hmm. so you can have your eat pray love your the future you want basically yeah for me when i got that reading i was kind of like huh okay like, <laughs> I, I totally accepted it and um i i wonder if it's because i was skeptical about it like i wasn't mm-hmm. i wanted to believe that my aunt was like the real deal and um what she was telling me was like, she was predicting my future. And at the same time, I, I wanted change in my life. And I felt like I kind of wanted to see these events unfold. Yeah. And if I really wanted to like, in your case, like, let's say I had the reading and I was like, oh, I don't like any of that. I don't want any of that to happen. (laughs) There were actually several paths that I could have taken. And I noticed like, now I'm noticing that those were possible, um, like branches I could have gone down. Yeah. Like, um, within that year, I actually got a job offer at, in New York. It, it wasn't getting, it wasn't paying me enough. So I didn't think about it. I also had a job offer in LA and, you know, those were like possible futures I could have gone down and that could have completely changed the course of my life. Yeah. But then there's also, like, you saying that how, like, you just, like, say, you're just, like, okay. Yeah, I I think there's, like, a lot of, like, um, let's say, for example, if 
someone is in a really bad relationship for like five years and they're not doing anything about it they're staying stuck in it i feel like the universe will like send in something crazy that will happen that will like force you to drift away from that oh definitely that's yeah so like that's going back to like okay um some things that you don't have control over like (laughs) and then so like that is like uh the fate part like okay you don't have control over this because like we're gonna force you out of the situation because it's not good for you yes yeah Um, and then like let's say like you're wallowing or like about over the breakup or whatever and then like like your free will you could like try to go after this person as much as you want but the universe knows it's not good for you and then they're not gonna let it happen again yeah you would you kind of feel it like if you allow it and if you pay attention to those like little details there are some things in your life that you you feel it doesn't feel right or like you feel like you're forcing it too much and Mm -hmm. I'm not saying like the best things in life come easy but there are just some things where you could just kind of feel it wasn't meant to be yeah Um, and so funny enough my mom is my mom and my brother were not big believers and everything happens for a reason and she has a good point because like you know there's like a lot of bad things that happen and Mm-hmm. it's kind of disheartening to think that these unfortunate things are meant to happen yeah and my brother brought a good, brought up a good point that maybe those things weren't meant to happen like um very unfortunate things are not meant to happen but as human beings we're all interconnected with people even people we may never meet or haven't met yet we are just so connected with each other that our fates, our decisions can affect people differently. Mm. And like I said, I really don't believe destiny is like a linear thing. I don't think life is like a movie where there's one ending. Yeah. I think life is like a video game. And yes, there's multiple endings, yeah. <laughs> multiple paths to take. That's where my nerdiness will come in. Like um, there's a game called Skyrim and it's like, a, it's an RPG and you, Basically, you choose each path, and throughout the game, you have so many choices, so many opportunities, and there's a main storyline, but there's also different side quests that almost feel like a main story in itself, Mm -hmm. and some decisions lead to the same outcome, some decisions lead to a different ending, and that's how I feel life is, where some things are meant to happen, like it's written if you take that path, but we have different you know, it's a multiple choice. We have yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I do believe like with that, like the people that you come across with, like there's some people that you're just meant to meet at oh, yeah. like, like divine timing. Like let's say our friendship, like we're meant to be friends. We're meant to like, you know, stay friends. <laughs> yes, actually, I remember how we first met. Uh, I was actually, so we, we met in middle school for people who are listening <laughs> and we met in art class and yeah. art is my life. Art is everything to me. Um, yeah. <laughs> that means a lot, but um, it was an eighth grade, but sixth grade and seventh grade art. I kind of just, I stayed to myself. I kind of, I hung out with different people that they were nice to me, but I wasn't really close or connected to them. And then in eighth grade, um, I sat at the same table as you and Nikki actually. And 
it was because there was nowhere else to sit. Oh, what? <laughs> and, like, I mean, I, I didn't know you at the time. Like, yeah. I didn't have any other classes with you. Um, I think, like, I yeah, I think it was actually Nikki that I knew first, and she was, like, the familiar face, but um, there was two other girls I actually normally sat with in seventh grade in art class, and they were like, oh, come over here, and I was like, actually, I'm gonna sit here, and oh lo and behold, you're my best friend still now, like, <laughs> after, what, 10 plus years, more than that? Yeah, I think something that within you were like, no, I, it feels good to just stay here. Yeah, I was like, yeah. I'm just gonna stay here, and, and we didn't even, oh, okay, so, um, we didn't even go to the same high school, and we still stayed. Yeah, there's, you know, like, there are times in your life where, you know how they say there's, like, a fork in the road, and that's when you have, like, different decision, decisions in your life that will lead to very drastic, um, different parts of your life. I actually almost went to the, to the same high school as you. Yeah. And, <laughs> Um, I actually, I felt it like, I felt like I had three paths, um, in front of me. I actually didn't want to go to the high school. Yeah. <laughs> totally <laughs> understandable. I personally, <laughs> I was hesitant to go there like in the beginning, but I'm really glad I went there regardless. Cause you know, no regrets. Yeah. And like the life you led down, like when you went to high school, like it, it led you to where you are today. Yeah. And, um, and for me, I personally didn't want to go cause I, I didn't hear very good things about the art class and no offense to anyone who went and um, I was zoned for your high school and at the time I wanted to be an architect. Um, I'm not an architect anymore, spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Coronado, the other high school mm-hmm. I almost went to, they had a class for um, that preps you for architecture. Um, it was like a CAD program. Um, and I really wanted to go there. So my mom and I went there. We talked to the principal. We talked to the teacher of the class. And um, they just needed to write me a letter of recommendation. And that will allow me to go to Coronado. But they said that their class was too full and that I would have to try again sophomore year. And they were like, you have the grades. We understand your intention. Just come back next year. And maybe the class will be less full. And then my third option um, was an art school, which I had absolutely no intention of going to, even though I was an artist all my life, I had that fear of being an artist will lead you nowhere and that you can't make money off of that. And so I had three paths ahead of me. Coronado was kind of delayed. And then LVA, which is the school I ended up going to, um, (laughs) it already passed their audition date actually oh and i was like oh i guess that's an option and then my stepdad goes oh they have late auditions so you can still try out but it's like a little more strict so i quickly like without any hesitation i quickly made a portfolio within like two weeks and i got in that same day oh um, it almost felt like the universe pushed me to go to that high school. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Even though I say there was like three paths, paths, <laughs> three paths ahead of me, it definitely felt like I was pushed to go to LVA. And if I didn't go to LVA, I wouldn't have gone to art college. And if I didn't go to the college I went to, I wouldn't have gotten my first job. And my first job led me to the Midwest. And the Midwest is where I met my boyfriend. And 
Yeah, like crazy. (laughs) Such a random state. It's like a really random state. Yeah, definitely. Like everything, I think that every decision we make, like um, there's like no such thing as a wrong or right decision, in my opinion. Because like if you think, if if you have two options in front of you, like, and then you're like, oh, I don't want to make the wrong decision, but that's already putting it out there to the universe. Like the universe doesn't have your back. Like the universe is not going to take care of you. And like, even if you didn't move to um, Ohio, mm-hmm. I still feel like you would have somehow met your boyfriend. <laughs> I don't know, like some kind of crazy way, like that will lead you guys mm-hmm. together. Cause, um, cause I know you have family that lives in Ohio too. And then like, eventually you probably would have visited anyways. And then somehow like cross paths. Yeah. You're actually, you're actually very right. Cause the family that moved out here is, uh, is my mom's best friend and she talks to her on a daily basis and they always try to meet up as much as possible. They're like you and I basically. Yeah. And yeah. Maybe. I think this is super minor, but I was talking to my boyfriend about this. Like whenever you meet your significant other outside of school, they tend to be, there tends to be like an age difference. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know why, but like a year or two or even five years, like there's like that slight age difference. And it's just kind of weird that like we met in a random state. We met in a random place. We have all these things in common and we're the exact same age. We even graduated the same high school year. I think that's just like <laughs> stars are, are are aligning. Everything is perfect. It's meant to be. <laughs> Actually, how um, how we met to almost feels like it, the universe pushed us. So when I moved here for my job, uh, my parents followed me. Um, we're very close. And my stepdad, he joined a martial arts class. And I always wanted to be in martial arts, but I always felt like I waited too long. Like you have to be a kid to start martial arts. And um, well, my stepdad, he he joined a class and he was like, hey, I think you'll really like it. Also, there's a guy here that seems like your type. (laughs) 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 Right. (laughs) That's so funny. Um, But yeah. I'm going to get a little off topic, but still on the same topic. Yeah. Um, okay. So thinking of like how there's so many different possibilities that our life can take us and how many different um, like journeys we can end up on um, really random, but I can't remember if it was the North pole or in Antarctica, they found something like a particle and it's proof that there is a parallel universe existing the same time as us but it's working backwards and i am by no means like educated well enough when it comes to science but you know like thinking about theories and Mm -hmm. the possibilities what if there's there's another universe or another like parallel dimension existing the same time as us and it's us making different the different decisions like those different fork in the roads and I told my brother about that and he goes, well, now that you mention it, having Trump as president and a pandemic going on kind of feels like we're in a parallel universe. Yeah, it really does. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. 
there is just so much to say because yeah like, and there's also a lot of uh controversy because you know everyone I think everyone wants to believe your future is your own and that yeah it's like almost like a terrible thought that no matter what decision we make the future is written for us and yeah I that's why I feel like it's just so much more complicated than that. Like, yeah, it is pretty complicated because like, I don't know, I don't like the idea of me not being in control of my own life and my own future because otherwise you're just kind of stuck. You're stuck in this one story and then like, um, and it's kind of boring. <laughs> like if you know that everything is just gonna like, okay, it's written out for me. I'm just gonna be here, like not do- doing much, <laughs> you know, it's, it's not the way to go. I think like if there's many possibilities that you can take, that's even more exciting. Like, okay, I could write a book. I can (laughs) um, travel here. There's just like so much. And then like, you know, to say that there's only one path for you and then that you're only limited to that. It's just kind of, I don't know. It's just not as exciting. I, I just a hundred percent don't believe that our, our future is linear. I definitely believe that it branches off into so many different, like, like the roots of a tree almost like there's, it leads to so many other possibilities and um, what that lady probably saw if she's the real deal, she just saw, she just saw the path that you are on now. Um, One of my favorite movie quotes uh, is from Vanilla Sky and it's every passing moment is another chance to turn it all around. Oh, yes. (laughs) (laughs) I look by that. Like, you know, I want to believe that, you know, there's fate and destiny and that these great things were meant to happen and great things are meant to happen. Um, But I also believe that I manifested it as well. Yeah. Like, the thing is, you have to, like, co-create with the universe. Like, you set the intention of what you want and the universe could help you create it, but you have to meet the universe halfway to create Mm -hmm. that reality for yourself. That's a good analogy. We're, we're the co-writers of our Yeah, the co-writers of your own story. Like, that's, oh my gosh. Yeah. Like, how like (laughs) fate and free will coexist. Like, universe brings you those opportunities and you, you know, you're the one in like uh you're co-writing it so like if that makes sense i'm like trying to explain this but no no, absolutely makes sense like um i definitely feel like i guess i'm jumping around but this year shows a lot like this this year show showed me personally and i'm sure a lot of people so much like it was like a wake-up call in a way and almost felt like i don't want to say the pandemic like was meant to happen or um like all this unfortunate and bad things that happened um but so um, earlier this year I lost my job and I was there for four years and after I lost my job I I didn't take it well which (laughs) was in my tarot reading (laughs) (laughs) and I took it really badly like I was I couldn't move I couldn't get out of bed for a few weeks I this is a little dramatic but I threw up like almost every day and that's just how my body reacts it was I'm not saying it's normal but um and I 
I drowned myself in playing video games, Animal Crossing, Skyrim. And um, because I was playing Animal Crossing, I stumbled upon an account that was like, hey, can someone draw my main character for me? I'll pay you whatever, just message me. So I draw her character and I message her. And she loved it so much, she posted it on her Instagram. And after that, like I got three messages from other Animal Crossing accounts like, hey, how much do you charge? And then things snowballed into one another. And then I ended up doing portraits of people's families. And some people just liked my past artwork and they started like commissioning me things. And then just recently I did um, a t-shirt design and everything that's happening right now, it, it feels so good. But at the same time, like I wouldn't be able to do this if I haven't, if I didn't lose my job. Exactly. That's like going back to how like the universe will, um, puts like bring something in to force you out of something that is no longer for your highest good like like mm-hmm. I feel like at your job you're ready at an expiration date like you didn't even want to be there <laughs> I was I was miserable I I was paid salary and I was working from 9 a.m sometimes to 8 p.m if it was a meeting beforehand sometimes we were there till like 10 p.m and it wasn't just me it was like my whole team and it was I was miserable. Like, I can't tell you how many times I came home crying. Yeah. I felt like the decisions I made in work, like they just didn't matter. And um, now I'm in a position where I feel like everything I do matters. And. Oh, that's so beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Funny enough when, okay, so I've been drawing for, as long as I can remember. And even though I've, I've been an artist for so long, I actually told myself in high school, I can never be a freelance artist. I told myself that. I said, I don't trust myself. I think that's your fear saying like, <laughs> that's your fear coming yeah. out. Yeah. And the reason was, was because I, <laughs> I hated painting for people. Like my family would be like, oh, can you paint me a cherry blossom tree? Can you paint me and my daughter? And I, I, I was in high school. I'm like, no, I want to paint the galaxy and monsters. And <laughs> and I, I don't want to draw what people want me to. So I felt like I can't be a freelance artist because I can't be held accountable one to paint, you know, what people want. Mm-hmm. Um, and also it takes a lot of discipline to be a freelance artist. And there's a lot of fear in it because it's your own business. And mm-hmm. um, so what I'm doing right now is like the last thing I would have thought I would be doing, honestly. Yeah. I connected with you because I kind of like the way we express things were very was very similar. Mm-hmm. And and then lo and behold, we are the same moon signs. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like I, I don't know if this is true, but this is what I read online. When you meet someone with the same moon sign as you, it could feel like a soulmate connection. <laughs> it is. And Actually, the idea of soulmates connects to this topic. <laughs> yes, it really does because there's such thing as soul contracts. And, yes. um, well, like, I don't know 100%, like, I'm not an expert in this, but, like, soul contracts, like, the people who come into your life to, like, teach you a lesson or, like, your soul family or your soul friends. Mm-hmm. And then, like, let's say, like, a 
bad ex-boyfriend that is definitely a soul contract like you probably like before entering this lifetime you're just like okay we're gonna come into each other's life when at this point in time and i'm gonna teach you this um and you're gonna teach me this and it's not gonna be easy we're both gonna hurt but then you know we're gonna do that for each other so we can learn this lesson in this human experience mm-hmm I'm going to counteract that because I'm sure someone out there is going to listen and go, well, then every single person in this world is a soul contract. And I, I say no to that because if you think about it, there are people in our lives where we do interact with them, whether they're a coworker or a friend of a friend, and you can interact with them friendly or not, but you feel that connection. Like, even if it is an ex or a best friend or a sibling, you feel that connection because like you understand each other on a different level. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of like, you know, your best friends, if you don't like, you could just sit in the same room and not talk and just do your own thing. Oh yeah. Like I feel so uncomfortable being like, just quiet with my friends. Like whenever, like, I don't know, we're at each other's house or something and we're all on our phones, but we do have those moments where we interact with each other, of course. (laughs) Obviously. Like, yeah, same here. Like I know my true friends are the, that understand me on that deeper level are the ones where, um, I could be in the corner drawing and you understand that that's just me being me and it's yeah. no hard feelings. And um, another like soul contract, like, um, well, for me personally, so my brother is actually my stepbrother. And, but even though he's not my blood brother per se, I definitely feel that soul connection. Like we're not blood related, but I feel like I could talk to him about anything. Mm-hmm. And it almost feels like, he is my real sibling and I wouldn't doubt if he was my brother in a, in a different lifetime mm-hmm. or um, like being friends with you and Nikki and Marielle, like you just, you feel that connection. And I don't know, like, it's just like, you're meant to be around these people and they're, you're meant to cross paths and mm-hmm. learn from each other. And It's just so much deeper and there's so many things in life that we just can't explain. Yeah, for sure. And that's why I always see like the bigger picture of things because like, let's say someone hurt me really bad. Mm -hmm. I mean, but then like that hurt, like initiated something better for me. So like almost feels like if they never came into my life, if I never had that experience with them, I would have been on that same path that I was ultimately would be unsatisfied with. And also like going through those bad things, like it makes you appreciate the good things in your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, um, so many times I regret what I majored in. So I majored in fashion design. Um, either way, I have my bachelor of fine arts with a focus in fashion design. But many times, like, I regret it. Like, sometimes I feel like, oh, I should have, I should have studied video game design or, um, like, so I can learn skills that I haven't learned. Or maybe I should have majored in illustration and, or graphic design so that I could have made more relevant connections to that, Mm -hmm. like, that I wish I had today. Um, But when I start to regret my major, I, I remember 
oh, if I didn't major in fashion design, I wouldn't have gotten the job that yeah. led me to where I am today. Um, also, fashion design is not, it's like one of the harshest, like not to downplay any art degree, like every art degree like works hard at what they do and puts their heart into it. Fashion design is one of those where like there were times where I didn't go home for two days. Like I would be asleep in the studio and you're not allowed to do that. But like we would find places to sleep for like 30 minutes and then go back to the sewing machine and um, like drafting patterns. Like, and the thing is, I hated it. I hated it so much. And I almost felt I had that imposter syndrome. Like I felt like I didn't belong here because I didn't have that desire to start a fashion brand like everyone else did. Um, and I just, I actually started, I went into fashion design because it was the most financially stable of creative careers. Mm-hmm. And, um, but going back to why I don't fully regret majoring in fashion design is because people in fashion design, the professors, the art directors are the harshest, most pickiest customers in the world. And now when I work with clients on a commission, on a painting, um, because people in fashion design are just, it's not a bad thing. It's like, they're very detailed oriented. Um, I learned how to like be picky with those details and also like, you know, I appreciate my clients today because I'm like, oh, you're so nice. <laughs> compared to, like, yeah, like even if there's three. like, um, even if you quote unquote, like regret it, I think like at that point in time, it served its purpose. Yes. Um, exactly. Yeah. Like me, I majored in marketing in school. And then at the time I was like, so excited about it. Like, oh my gosh, yes, this is what I want to do. You know, yeah. I want to connect with people, blah, blah, blah. And then I think that served me to like, like this jumpstart, like what I really want to do. Like what if one day I want to start my own brand? Well, now I have the skills for it because like I took those classes and, and then like, even if I can't connect with people, like through, let's say advertising, I could connect one-on-one with people in a different way. And in, in, in a more meaningful way that for me too. So like, I guess like our decisions, I mean, even if like, it's not like the ideal spot flick for us to in at the time or like now looking back it kind of led us to now and that is something to be grateful for exactly yeah I guess like what do you what is your take on like you know how it's like super cheesy but like in movies they go she is your destiny or this is your destiny (laughs) have you ever seen the movie serendipity (laughs) Yes, yes, actually I have. I, I freaking love that movie. Cause like I don't know, I'm like maybe just a hopeless romantic, but I really do truly believe that if two people are meant to be with each other, then it will happen. Like no matter what, the universe will somehow like put signs in your way, push you two together. Like it's kind of like some kind of magnetic thing. So like I like to believe it in that sense, but I also recognize that not all relationships are forever. Like if you think about it like eventually not to sound like morbid but someone has to like pass away and then like let's say 
Um, so like that's why no relationships are forever and if you're attached to that forever outcome then you just might be disappointed but I do believe like people who you are meant to meet who are you are meant to be with at a certain point of time like it will happen like I'm just a hopeless romantic <laughs> that no you just like justified the idea that we do have soulmates and that soul contracts but we also have multiple soulmates mm-hmm. like And when I say multiple soulmates, I'm not like you have multiple romantic partners, but like you could have a romantic soulmate partner. You can have a best friend that's your soulmate. Mm -hmm. You can have, I believe dogs could be your soulmate. Oh yeah. Animal soul contracts. That's the thing. (laughs) Uh, I'm not going to lie. You're probably more romantic than me, but I love the movie Serendipity, but I was kind of pissed off. I think she should have gave him. (laughs) Should have gave she should have gave him his number like right at the start like <laughs> why are you being so different yeah she was like oh if we we're really meant to be um this five dollar bill will eventually find its way to me with your name and number on it but you think about it in real life most likely chances of that happening are really slim I'm not saying it can't happen but like um like but you will be like reunited with that person if you're meant to be with them like not having to take like okay write your name on a five dollar bill it's just so hard to explain when there is that connection and um especially friendship connection another movie quote i think it was like owen wilson he said um friendship connections are harder to find than love because there's not as much you can gain from it like love you you gain you know your partner until you grow old Uh, you you can have kids with them you have intimate moments and friendships are you know like they're much harder to find Mm -hmm. and then like good like long-lasting friendships too like that's really rare (laughs) it is and I feel like if they're meant to be in your life or like you're meant to cross paths like it will happen. And if it's not meant to be, like a lot of people talk about cutting off those toxic friendships or growing apart. And I just feel like that's the universe's way of saying like, you're now going in completely different journeys and you like, you're kind of like, you're going in the opposite direction. Yeah. And that's okay. Like they were, they served you and you served them for um, that time you two were together, like you crossed paths for a reason, but then now we have to go our separate ways. But if we cross paths again in the future, like I wouldn't be opposed to it. Like, you know, cause after some time, you know, people grow. So people can always like, you know, come back into each other's lives. As long as there's like, you heal your wounds, you know, and then <laughs> get better. But that's just my opinion. I agree. Um, actually, Since we're talking about fate and destiny, um, my mom and my stepdad actually have one of the craziest, like, fate and destiny love stories. Ooh, I'm a sucker for a good love story. (laughs) (laughs) Like, okay, so um, they grew up in Vegas, and at the time, um, the Asian community was, like, much smaller, so everyone knew each other, and my mom always had a crush on my stepdad. He was kind of like that typical popular guy that you know didn't care and um they met one night at a house party and they kissed and like it was like a very brief interaction and moment and my mom always had a crush on him and I guess he had a crush on her too 
And then, um, like, I don't know if it was the next day or the next week, my mom's ex-boyfriend, like, goes up to my stepdad and goes, you need to leave Michelle alone. She's mine. And then my stepdad's like, I thought you two broke up. And he goes, well, we still have a chance. Or, like, I don't know what he said. (laughs) Basically threatened my stepdad or um, he was like, just, like, leave her alone. And then after that, my stepdad kind of just, like, avoided my mom, like, the plague. And my mom was like, oh, I guess he's not interested. And I think they were like, yeah, they were 16. Fast forward to 26, 27, I think. Yeah, 27. She has me, I'm seven years old. And then my stepdad has my brother. And they, my mom was with another guy at the time and she was at Blockbuster. They were getting a movie and then they left. And then as they were leaving, my aunt called my mom and she goes, Michelle, can you get me this one movie? And my mom's like, we just left. And she was like, no, can you please get it for me? So my mom's boyfriend was kind of annoyed. And he goes, I'm going to stay in the car. You go get the movie by yourself. So she goes inside Blockbuster and she runs into my stepdad. Oh my gosh. um, At the time, like my mom was, you know, she was losing interest in her boyfriend. He wasn't, you know, I wasn't a big fan of him. He wasn't, he wasn't a good guy. And um, he had anger issues. And so she kind of like ran into my stepdad at like the most perfect time. Divine timing. (laughs) It was divine timing. And um, they exchanged numbers. They kept in touch. They were like friends for a while. And then my mom eventually broke up with, that boyfriend and they started dating and I mean like they could have ended up together in high school but they had that external force that yeah I think like at the time I was like okay you guys are not meant to be right now but yeah actually it will happen when the time is right (laughs) right and um my mom and stepdad always talk about like if that didn't happen then I wouldn't exist or my brother yeah Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. My goosebumps. <laughs> exactly. And, like, and my brother is is one of my best friends. And so, you know, they're, like, it feels like those things are meant to happen. And if you, like, meet them, they're, my parents are, I feel very lucky that I grew up watching them um, and their relationship grow because it was a very healthy one. Mm-hmm. Like, it had the ups and downs, but you also see, like, that strong love for each other. Yeah. That's being a little cheesy, but <laughs> that was my story of fate and destiny. Aww, that is so beautiful. See, exactly. And then, um, like, we always have that free will, but I think the universe will co-create with us and then they'll, like, jump in, like, okay, you're meant to meet this person. Okay, this is not good for you, so I'm going to do something about it. And then there's some things out of your control, but there are some things in your control. Like, your mom could easily be like, oh, there is he, there he is, but, oh, I have a boyfriend right now. I'm going to stick with him. Like, she could have done that, but she didn't. And then... Yeah. No, yeah, you're... That was actually a good point because... um. It was so, it was like meant to be that she was in that, um, that rocky point in her relationship with this guy. Mm-hmm. And it also proved the test of time. Like the test of time is a huge thing. Like they were 16 when they last saw each other. And when she saw him, 
she's going to kill me if she hears this, <laughs> but she was still attracted to him. And she was like, when she saw him, it was probably like, she probably got the butterflies. <laughs> she's probably gagging right now <laughs> if she hears this. <laughs> but, um, but, you know, like it was, it served the test of time. They were 16 and then met again at 27 and they still had that connection and attraction. Yeah. And, um, yeah. That's so beautiful. Okay. So, um, I'm going to wrap things up. So any last messages you want to share with the audience? I guess like the main thing is just to get from all this is we are the co-writers of our life. We are. There are things that are meant to happen and things that we write out for ourselves. and don't forget your fate is not linear. It's oh yeah, choices. yeah. And then like if there's like a certain outcome or like certain thing that you don't really li- necessarily like, but then um, if it's out of your control, you could just like surrender. But if it's something within your control, you could always make that change so you could shift your life in the direction that you want it to go. And maybe what you can actually get out of your tarot is not oh this is my future but you could get out of it as like take a look at your life right now and see if there's anything you want to change about it so that you can get to the point that you actually want and your timeline that you want yes exactly Thank you, Melissa, for joining me on the show today. I love you so much. <laughs> and then I really appreciate all your support so far. Absolutely. I'm, I'm so proud of you. Oh. <laughs> thank you for having me. Yeah. So thank you guys for l- tuning in to another episode. Um, of course, you could contact me anytime if you guys ever want to talk um, or add on to this topic too. Um, and you could contact Melissa. You could feel free to share your um, info. Um, yeah, uh, you can contact me on my art account, which is Silky Mochi. Um, I'll link it down in the description. Yeah, you feel, feel free to message me, um, even if it's about this topic or, um, you know, I'm always open to hearing feedback of what you think of my art as well. Yeah. Okay, thank you guys. I'll catch you guys next time. Bye. Bye.